Hello and welcome to the Exeter Football Roundup, a weekly podcast dedicated to highlights of Exeter football as heard on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center and the new Birdies Inn. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. The Eagles won this game handily, 35 to nothing, employing a strangling defense and an offense that took a full quarter to get on track. But once they got on track, they were the same offense that we saw in the first two weeks. Relentless, dogged, scrappy, determined, and thoroughly entertaining, gaining 368 yards of total offense and 15 first downs. The defensive effort included holding the Bulldogs to a total of 117 yards of offense, one yard rushing, and eight first down. The special team scored for Exeter on a night that showed an absolute total team effort. Exeter's week three opponent were the West York area Bulldogs, who came into the game with an 0-2 record and an offense that averaged scoring 27 points a game. The Dogs employed many stunt plays throughout the game, including an onside kick. None of them worked as Exeter held them scoreless. The game was scoreless through the first quarter, but the Exeter offense awakened halfway through the second when sophomore running back Pharrell Caceres got the ball at the 12-yard line. Hand off to Caceres again. Caceres this time weaving his way through traffic. He's across the goal line. Touchdown, Exeter. First of the game for either side, and it finally breaks through. A 7.44 left here in the second quarter. Two and a half minutes later, quarterback Mason Rotelli connected with tight end Joey Schlaufer for a perfect reception. Rotelli again throwing. He takes a pop, but he hits him in stride. Joey Schlaufer in for the score. And Exeter now up by two scores with 5-11 left to play here in the second. That made it 14-0 Exeter. Two minutes later, running back Richie Karstein took the ball from Rotelli at the seven. Again, as the clock ticks inside, 3-10 to play. This time again, Karstein, huge hole up the middle. That one Jerry could have scored through. It is a three-score game. Exeter is on top 20 to nothing. Even me? Even you, Jerry. I just want to make sure that when you do the roundup that that is firmly in the roundup and there's no way for you to cut around it. Okay. An absolute huge hole that Jerry could have run through. That made it 21-0 and took us to the half. Now a message from our sponsor, Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center. Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule wherever you are. Simply open the app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, or even get a referral if needed. Learn more at PennStateHealth.org slash OnDemand. Exeter scored again with their second possession of the second half. It was Karstein again, this time on a three-yard run. Ritelli in the gun. Karstein behind him. He gets it. He's running right. A big hole, and he's across the end zone. Touchdown, Exeter. 
A three-yard run for Richie Karstein, and at the 8.09 mark of the third, it's 27-0 Exeter. With the extra point from Zach Zandier, that made it 28-0. The Eagles closed out their scoring with a great special teams play. There's the snap, he's got it. The ball's away, it's a low-line drive. It's about the Oh, and it's touched. It's touched by the receiver, ultimately recovered by Nathan Pashley in the end zone for a touchdown. He's trying to say he never touched the football, but I mean, I could see it up here in the press box. That made it 35 to nothing. In an interview on the Exeter Sports Network after the game, senior lineman Anthony Cachese spoke about the game and about senior leadership on the team. I mean, we haven't, you know, not looking past anything, you know, like everyone was super excited from last year, but, you know, we got to move on. It happened, but it's over now, so we got to come on to the next thing, you know, keep working hard. It's not going to last without the hard work. Next up for Exeter will be heated crosstown rivals Governor Mifflin in Shillington. The Mustangs were the victims of the great Exeter District 3 championship team from last year. Exeter head coach Matt Bauer had this to say after the West York game about Mifflin. Throw the records out the window, you know what I mean? And this is going to be a huge game for both of us. We're everybody's Super Bowl. I'm sure they're looking for revenge, and, you know, they're going to come in sky high. We're going to go back over there, so we have to match their intensity, and we have to take the momentum early and control the line of scrimmage in order for us to be successful. You can hear that game on the Exeter Sports Network Friday night starting at 645. Darren Ziner and Ryan Weaver, the best broadcast team in Berks, will have the pregame show, then the game. Thank you for listening to the Exeter Football Roundup. Please visit all of our sponsors, partake in the services and goods they provide to our community. They keep this service free to you, the listener. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and or Instagram at JGMediaUS. And visit our website to get the listening link at JGMedia.us. You can also read weekly wrap-ups of these games at the Exeter Examiner on the web at ExeterExaminer.us. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media.